Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So give me the athlete right now in New York that uh, you are in love with. Or who was the athlete that made you first fall in love with sports? So Jeff on Twitter, at Barton Hahn, he says, John Starks got me in love with the Knicks. Uh, Arturo, first loves. Keith Hernandez, by the way, back with us on why. Good to know. Uh, Daryl Strawberry. That's pretty cool. That's John, a- John uh, J. Blaze said that Rodney Hampton. Oh, for the Nets. I used to love Rodney Hampton, man. No, that's not no, Rodney no, no, Hampton. No. That's Rodney. The, the Giants. Oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was thinking about Rodney that used to play that guy in a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. What? Got into the motor? Yeah, he, he he broke his neck. He's paralyzed. He played for the New Jersey Nets. Rodgers. Rodney Rodgers. Oh, Rodney Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite players. Gotcha. Man. <laughs> um, but we'll continue with calls on this certainly uh, as well. You saw something about Makai Becton. Yeah, I read it wrong. You read it wrong? My reading comprehension is all But bad. let's talk about it because, you know, Becton is going to be an important piece going forward. Yeah. And they another see him, it's basically Becton and and Zach Wilson are going to be two picks that we will hold of all the good things that Joe Douglas has done. Yeah. Those are two picks right now that have gigantic question marks on them and they were two very critical picks in this of course span of great yeah. picks that he's made. See, but here's the crazy thing. Those are two like he's had big hits yeah. and terrible misses. <clears throat> but those are two terrible misses. But here's the thing. So far. Here's the thing. Um Becton, we know, can play. The question for him is, can he stay healthy? We know he's dominant. The question isn't, is he, can he play? All right. So from a talent standpoint, he's still correct. We don't know if Zach can play at a high level. We know that Becton can play at a high level. His ceiling is very, very high. It's just concerns with his professionalism, his weight. and That's a can, big concern. And can, and can he stay healthy? Even his dominant rookie year, mm-hmm. he was always right. going out knee hurt here, mm-hmm. this hurt here. So – you know, funny how when um, contracts start to come up, how people stay healthy. Um, Aaron Judge, Saquon Barkley, after, you know, kind of not ta- pushing When it's time stuff. to get paid? Yeah, it's time to get paid. It is interesting. All right, well, Becton, it's time for him to get paid. Fifth-year option is there. Yeah. What do the Jets do? I don't pick it up. Why? Because technically it's his fifth-year option, but it's only going into his fourth year. So I need to see, I need to see just like Daniel Jones. Prove it to me. Prove to me that you can stay healthy. Prove to me that you can keep your weight down, and then prove to me that you can come up and be dominant. Now we're going with a whole new coordinator. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to have more gap scheme stuff. We're going to get you away from this cutting people off. Be athletic. We're going to let you be a beast. If you're a war daddy, if you Makai Becton should should be in the same system playing like the kid from uh, Philadelphia, Malata. The yeah. guy that was a rugby player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they are similar, big, dominant people. Let him be him. Quit asking, because guess what? Veer Tucker can be whatever you need him to be. True. Langton Thomas should be able to be whatever you want him to be. Right? Uh, Max Mitchell could be whatever you want him to be. You just want him to be a mauler. Yeah, let him be the yeah. dude that say, yo, man, 
Coach, you put me over there again, over there, dude. Nobody I'm going ki- to kick your ass. No, I'm saying. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yo, yeah. I ain't going back over there. You don't pay me enough to go over there and take that ass kick. You see that dude over there, you paying all that money? Send his ass over there. Because you saw him destroy Bosa. Destroy both Bosa's. Mm-hmm. Only person that got him with some, some work was Melvin Ingram. So let him be that, man. I think. Give him a chance to, to be the best version of itself. So the best thing for the Jets then to do is to create that motivation, yeah. financial motivation. Two years he's been a no-show. Don't pick up the option no. and let him force you to make a decision after the season that could you know, yeah. end up being obviously huge for him Right. that you might have to, whether it's franchise him or something. But but the yep. bottom line is is that this is the prove-it-or-lose-it year exactly. from Kai Becton. It's, that's a precarious place to be. I mean, yeah. again, Joe Douglas made this pick. Yeah. And there were four, right? Four offensive yeah. linemen. Well, Tristan Wirth. And, yep. They couldn't get Thomas because he went before No, him. Thomas was already gone. So they had Tristan Wirth. Right. Uh, they had Wills, yep. who, who hasn't really turned out no. really in, in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. There was one more, I believe, in that draft class that I can't remember right now. I'll look and, it up. Yeah, it I'll look four. it up. It's not important. But the point is is that this was a, this was an, a, a, a tackle draft, and he went with the guy – who had the biggest upside, but you ju- but was biggest. also a gamble. Yeah, and there were times he looked incredible as his rookie year. But years, since then, no conditioning, show. weight, everything has has been a problem. They got to get it, get the knee right, and then see if uh, what he can be. So you you create that motivation for him. So you're saying it's the right thing to do. Yep. Okay. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Rob is in Uptown. What's up, Rob? Yeah, you know, no. What, what, what I wanted to say, listen, man. Kobe made me fall in love with the Lakers in basketball. Jose Reyes made me fall in love with the Mets when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, for, uh, for football, it's weird. I don't know. Who might, it's weird, but Curtis Martin. That's what made me fall in love with the Jets, and that's my favorite number. So, um, but I want to say real quick, the moment you two had earlier when Bart threw the hockey out there. Oh, man. Y'all relationship went to another level. You know what I mean? thought Han was going to need a room or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> and, it um, is Valentine's I just day. love you guys. Y'all the best, man. Y'all the best. The chemistry is ridiculous. Bart, that was nice. That was a nice pool, though, for real. I mean, how about that, right? I was you so proud. Have, Rob, you guys thank have you. a great Valentine's Day, all right? You too, brother. Likewise. Appreciate you. I, I was. I was very proud because that was a reference that you willingly just used like, oh, Right out of that. that, like that wasn't a setup at all. It's impressive. I chose my eyes. <laughs> Tony and Bensonhurst. What's up, Tony? Only for a moment. What's up, fellas? What's Happy going Valentine's on? Day. What Happy up? Valentine's um, Day. I know we're talking about the Jets, but uh, just one thing on that: Aaron Rodgers really oh, yeah. saved me. Um, <laughs> I want to get into. I want to get into RJ Barrett. There was no bigger RJ Barrett fan than me when he was coming out of Duke. I would have sworn this guy was the next. The next chosen one, right? Mm-hmm. So in the three seat, well, this is his fourth season that he's with us. He's regressed shooting the three. He has essentially no mid-range game. His he could get to the rim, but when he gets to the rim, he can't hit a layup. He gets to the free throw line. You have to worry that he's not going to hit both free throws. And now he stinks defensively. I mean, it took two games for Josh Hart to just eclipse him, and now Josh Hart is probably the better player. At all times, you're going to have two better players on the court, whether it's Quickly and Hart or whether it's Barrett and uh, – I'm sorry, whether it's Randall and Brunson mm-hmm. or Quickly and Hart. What happened to this guy? How come every other Duke guy comes into the league? Bancaro, star, 
Tatum, star. And then we get him, and it's like, oh, I just forget how to play. $30 million cashed in the check, and now he can't play. I don't know if it's – I don't well, think it's Cam, – Cam Reddish? Yeah. Zion got a hamstring helper already. Cam didn't, Cam didn't look very good last night. Tony, here's the thing with RJ. I, I love the kid. First of all, when you meet him, you can't, you can't do anything but love him because he's just a, a good dude. He's got a great personality. But to me, when it comes to – when it comes to RJ, it just has to be simply about him dialing it back. I think he just tried to be too much too soon, put pressure on himself to do it, and now he's just mentally he's in a fog. And just watch Josh Hart. It's just energy, effort. That's all you needed. Just just play hard and let everything else worry about. Don't worry about your numbers. Don't worry about shots and all that other stuff. And maybe this allows him to do that. We shall see. All right, we'll get back to your calls. We'll continue with that, of course. But right now, let's continue with the NFL conversation and, of course, what we were just talking about on the Jets side of things with Mike Tannenbaum, of course, our NFL front office insider. Mike T., how we doing? Good afternoon, guys. How are you? All right. Uh, we were just talking about the Makai Becton situation with the Jets, and Bart believes that the best play right now is to not pick up the, the fifth-year option and create that motivation through finance, you know, financial motivation that you think would get the best year out of him because you don't know what he is as far as health-wise, but you also want to see what he wants to be, and this is your way to do it. You agree with that? Is that how you would handle it? Totally. You know, sometimes you know there's a carrot, sometimes there's a stick, and you know he just hasn't worked out. You know, for I'm sure some reasons were things that he could control. I'm sure there were some things he couldn't. But um, you know, I think some teams have gotten upside down with these options because. You know, they're so significant from a guarantee standpoint. So if I agree with Bart. I would make sure that, you know, he plays, plays well, probably most importantly, plays in 17 games and then figure it out from there. Now, with that being said, you know, we know that him playing 17 games isn't a given because he's been injured for the last two two years. They're losing George Fant. Like, what, what do you do? Um, do you try and get a guy that's a tackle that can play guard? Or do you address it in free agency, or do you address it via draft? Like, how do you get insurance policy? Because you can't depend on him, but, you know, Fant has been injured as well and could be past his prime. Yeah, I would probably draft one, Bart, because if you draft one, that gives you flexibility. You know, if Makai Beckton leaves in a year and takes somebody early, and hopefully you hit on like a, a Vera Tucker who showed, you know, promise and, and flexibility. So, um, they spend a lot of money on the line, as we know, with Tomlinson. So my next move there would probably be to draft a replacement for Fan. So, Mike, I texted you last week about this because I needed to understand how these things work in the NFL. And your answer to me was like a really interesting one because it wasn't a no. So it involves Aaron Rodgers and the Jets trading for him. And I asked you simply is can you – can you, like that 13 pick we are just talking about, could the Jets have a agreement in principle in place with the Packers – that they after June first they will make this trade and that thirteen pick will be in the deal so we are picking for you tell us who you want and we'll we'll pick them for you and you said that it's tricky but you could do it can you discuss like a what it would entail and b would you do that yeah I mean it gets really complicated because the league really looks at trade papers as a contract between team A and team B so. Um, you do see players traded after uh, they're picked. Um, now, it has something to do with their rookie pool and their contracts. Um, so you can trade a player after the draft once they're selected. But understand this, um, the, the real complexity is making sure that both teams adhere to the trade. So 
in theory, if you know green, uh, the Jets, you know, draft player X, right, and for whatever reason on June second that trade falls apart, the trade's not binding until both teams sign it. So Jets could, in theory, be stuck with a player they didn't want to have. So there's good faith on both sides. Um, it can happen by the rules in terms of you can trade a player after they're picked, um, but certainly you know a lot has to happen uh, because until that those trade papers are signed, either side could walk away. Now, would you would you consider that though? Like again, agreement in principle, you you walk away, you leave me with a player I didn't really want. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's bad form, right? Like like that. You, yeah, do you expect course. the team to do that though? I'm you know I'm just going to screw you because I don't feel like doing this now. Like that's like that's not that's bad business that can come back to haunt you if you're the Packers. Like you don't want to do something like that to another team, right? Like has that ever happened yeah, before? Yeah, of course. No, uh, in fact, the closest I've come to it is. There's been you know a few times you know running the draft where the night before you say hey look like we're, we'd like to come up for one player in fact we did this with Darrell Rivas who was Carolina we got to get it from 21 to 14 and we had an agreement in principle of what it would take so like while we were on the clock we were not going to try to get the pick for less and they weren't going to Carolina wasn't going to try to hold us up for some more and and you can do that when you have a good relationship with the other side um, but in a situation like this like the other variable Alan to be candid is like. Aaron Rodgers may say on April 15th, hey, I'm all in, I want to go to the Jets. And on June 2nd, he may just change his mind. That's one of the tricky parts about this is, yeah. you know, what does the player want to do? And more fundamentally, guys, like how long of a commitment are you going to get? That is a big part of it. Would you then, all right, would you do this, though? If you were in any discussions with the Packers, and clearly, as we saw Jeremy Fowler report, the Jets have inquired about it, so they're starting the process. If you were the general manager, would you put the 13 pick on the table in preliminary discussions, knowing that you'd be making the pick for them in this situation? Yeah, well, you know, context is everything. More importantly than than that would be, hey, Aaron, we got to do a three year deal. So the number is 150 million for three years. I literally may pay him like. 30 million in year one and then maybe 50 and then 70 with like the last year guarantee, like some sort of like, <clears throat> excuse me, like structure where we know we'll be there in the third year. Cause what you don't want to have happen for the jets or any other team for that matter is you don't have to give up, you know, a significant pick of first round pick guys and then have this guy leave in a year. When we traded for far, that was a little bit different. We gave up a third round pick. Now that could go up if we had, you know, postseason success, but um, I don't think any team, including the Jets, would give up a first-round pick, not knowing that you that beyond this year is in question. That that would just be hard to do because then a year from now, no Rodgers, no first-round pick. That's a situation that every team is going to want to avoid. Right. So you'd want to have that that settled first. So you'd have to be able to talk to him. TB. So no, no. no I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, watching the Super Bowl, right? Like Denver. I mean, I, I think you look at it like, well, you need a guy. Right, like especially in the AFC, like you got to go through Patrick Mahomes, and he played with a young team that's only going to get better, and he was able to win a Super Bowl and seemingly a rebuilding year. When you when you think about when you think about that, how do you think that affects Jalen Hurts' contract, which is going to affect Daniel Jones' contract, which is going to affect the extension for Dak Prescott? We know that Joe Burrow probably is going to get paid this offseason because he's next up, and Lamar Jackson. What do we think this quarterback number is going to look like after, you know, before the start of the season? How crazy or how high can some of these numbers get in guarantees as well? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, Alan, we tried to sign Bart Scott from the Ravens. Like, the number was very reasonable in January. It got expensive in February. And when we signed him in March, it was outrageous. So, um, hey, that's you know, what I'm talking about. I'm very, yeah. 
All right, it's very appropriate you're asking this question. You know, <laughs> and also, I think Philadelphia has to go ASAP, and I think something that you know your audience really needs to remember is he was a second-round pick, so there is no 50 option, so there is a sense of urgency. And despite them having a gazillion free agents like James Bradbury and Gardner Johnson and Hargrave, this is job number one, two, and three is to get this guy signed. And it's, to me, it's $50 million a year. It's probably 175 to $185 million, And they got to get it done ASAP because he's the centerpiece. He's everything. I mean, he, he was outstanding the other night, guys. He's answered every question that myself and everybody else had about you know the consistency down the field. It's really remarkable um, how well he's played. So, And as you mentioned, be it Burrow, Lamar, Herbert, it's all going to push. So if I'm them, I'm going first, and I'm going ASAP. So with, between that, we just brought them up. Jalen Hurts, potentially Herbert. I don't know if Herbert's up yet. Bur- yeah, because if Burrow's up, then Herbert's up, right? So Burrow, Herbert, mm-hmm. Dak, Lamar, Jalen. Who's deserving and who you think has the leverage to get the most? Who's going to reset the market? Because you know we're waiting to see what somebody gets. Mm. If Jalen Hurts continues to play the way he is, he he has as good as art. Because you know he has size, athleticism, character. The one question was downfield accuracy. That's why he couldn't you know, stand out of Alabama. That's why he won the second round. It looks like that's dramatically improved. His skill set is, is, look, Patrick Mahomes was the greatest player on the planet the other night. He was the second best. I mean, he was standing toe-to-toe, and but for one penalty, that game was, you know, dead even. So if uh, I think Jalen Hurts has as good an argument as those other guys, and we could be looking at worth of $60 million a year by the time this all said and done, because you know how it goes, guys. Like, once one guy signs, the next one's going to leapfrog him, and there's five or six that are sitting right there at the negotiating table. And if you're the Giants, Greg, Danny Dimes. If you're the Giants, Danny Dimes, it could be a discount yeah. at 40, yeah. 42, 43. I, I, could be a discount. Yeah, guys, you're exactly right. The timeless all boats, right? So mm-hmm. he is going to be an unbelievable benefactor of what's going on. Yeah, what would you give Dan- Daniel Jones? I would have given him $25 million before the season started. And that's going to look like a massive discount. And by the way, if they don't franchise him, the, the market that he's going to have, considering 14 teams need a quarterback, is going to be very robust. Think about that too. The competition for it. Maybe they just can sign Danny Daniel Jones. No, don't put that out there. You imagine that if like they they <laughs> run out of options and they just go there instead. It's, it's, like, is it a risk, Mike? It, it, Mike, it's, seriously, we're talking about Mike Tannenbaum. Is it a risk? I asked Bart this a couple of times because you know you you still have obviously Derek Carr. We'll see where he ends up. There's still Ryan Tannehill. There's still Jimmy G, and you're gonna wait potentially till June second for Aaron Rodgers. Isn't that a bit of a risk if like you'd have to know something for sure. You'd have to know back channels that he's in. But like you said, he's so he's so I don't want to use flaky, but he's like that where he could say in April that yeah, I'm all in, I'm all in, and then by June just have like a change of heart and think, you know what, I don't really want to do all that. And then you're left oh, with nothing. No, that's hundred percent right. You know, when we were in that situation, guys, we had a really solid B quarterback in Chad Pennington, a guy we could win games, go to the playoffs. He, he wasn't great. We felt like for us to beat Tom Brady, we needed Favre. Um, but you're exactly right, Alan. If the three of us were running any NFL team, especially the Jets, it would be candidly irresponsible for us just to sit here and say on June 2nd, this guy's going to come walking in with a smile on his face ready to go. You just can't do that. And that's why you need plan B, C, and D. And, you know, to me, I'm signing one, drafting one. And I'm going to keep all options open. And by the way, I would have been out at Pebble Beach. I would have been this guy's caddy. Uh, yeah. Caddy. I would have raked the. the yeah, that's you know, what. That, I would have been 
wait in the bunkers and just spin with this guy side to side and try to box everybody else out. That, that's what Bart said. Because, Bart, you know, my reporting days back in the day, like I was basically staking out LeBron James in 2010 that summer. I, mean, I followed him everywhere and just was just needed to be on the, you know, fly on the wall. And, you know, Bart's like, when he goes into this retreat, which, by the way, he told McAfee that this isolation retreat begins later this week. So it's coming. Like, find out where it is and be there. You know, like, like be around it. That just seems to be the way to go. Like, so you're saying that not only would you be at Pebble Beach, would you also, if you're Woody Johnson, say, I'm going to do four days of darkness as well. We're going to do this. I'm going to do I, this uh, right next to you. I, yeah, I visited players in prison when I was running the teams. I, it just, you got to go where they are and you got to show that you care and um, you got to do things that your competitors won't do. And there's only a certain amount of quarterbacks on this planet and it's your job to go get them. So go ahead, get in the hut, turn off the lights, and wait it out. And hope when he comes out, he's thinking a different shade of green all of a sudden. Crop dusters. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Mike, what do you think of this too? Bart Bart feels like the young Jets who swept the Rookie of the Year awards should have a nickname. It's Jets, so he's trying to go with something plain. Now they're young, maybe smaller. So he went with crop dusters. I don't think that's really... A catchy nickname, but he's trying to push this. Do you approve or disapprove? I'm not with you on that. Uh, you know. <laughs> let's, um, well, what's the plane that Woody Johnson came and picked here. you up in all the time? Didn't he remember he had that little catfish <laughs> plane? It was called the catfish, right? The little, his little private, his little, his little uh, I just private don't know, plane. I don't think catfish is another nickname that anybody would want these days. Yeah, like, hey, I'm a catfish. <laughs> Hey, you catfish yeah. me? Yeah. It's a working process, TB. You, you can see we're still working. And, yeah, we definitely need to keep working on it. Mike, thanks so I much. I had him a crop dust. Always great to talk to you, my friend. Take care. <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum. So uh, interesting how he – I love it, too, because you can tell that whenever he was part of a team, it was always about being all in, not just I'm going to make a call, sign. Like, he's like, be there where they are. Yeah. Be around them. Anything that they need, like make sure they know how interested you are in them as a player, how invested you are in them as a player. It's the only way to do it. And so, yeah, Rich Cimini tweeting that Rogers uh, told Pat McAfee that his isolation retreat will begin later this week, and uh, he had it has been scheduled, by the way, for four months. So it's already like something he had planned to do a long time ago. So listen, we He's work. For, do we, this. We work for ESPN. Yes, we do. We can call. We can get in contact with McAfee. We can. We can get the location. AJ Hawk might know. Yeah, he looks like he's for sale. <laughs> AJ Hawk definitely knows where it is. That's what I'm saying. Just need to know where. You don't even have to tell me which. which right. Just, which just hut. Tell, I don't need to know. Just, just tell us which force. Yeah, I just need to know where's the resort that this is at. Because you know it's a resort. Yeah. It's, it's clearly, it's like one of these. You know. Cause I can, I, 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 can, I can have somebody get like a like go to Aaron Rodgers' locker, grab a grab something that like a, a practice jersey that they don't wash, mm-hmm. give it to the bloodhound. Just tell us what what place. Have his ass in fifteen minutes. Can find it. That's it. We're not going to bother him. Not going to disturb him. Just going to look around. like he's going another way. We're going to shine light into the dark room. We have to start all over again because <laughs> it got to be four contestants. Well, days. again, the Raider thing bothers me because what is the famous area of the stadium? It's called the black hole. Don't like that. Yeah, see, but the black hole, you don't come out. He eventually wants to come out into the light. He does. Caroline. 
<laughs> Caroline. <laughs> Coming to the light, my darling. Knew you were going there. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, he can hit notes. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing is to have the range of notes. Yeah. And then the ability to sing any style. Right? That's the part that really gets you. It's just a, that's what makes it amazing. Um, you know what? When we were talking yesterday about the Super Bowl commercials right and we were going through all the ones that we like you know the one i forgot to bring up is snoop oh yeah sketchers yeah snoop's everywhere he do you can... think anybody believes that snoop's just now walking around rocking sketchers and by the way if, if the check's he... big enough yeah if they he really got is some sweet ones some, some blue crip ones well who else is in those commercials is, martha stories at the end John, no, no i'm saying who else is doing sketchers lately is it like tony oh, romo tony romo and, uh, Joe Montana, I think. Yeah, and, it, and I think before that it was Howie Long. See, I feel like yeah, Howie Long. I feel like they had to get a black representative. No, no, no. Seemed like Tiger should have been there. It's, <laughs> for shizzle. No, I'm just I just want to say for shizzle. Seeing seeing Snoop <laughs> in, in a Skechers commercial. He's the most commercial gangster in the world, man. He shows you that gangsters can be regular people. It's a club. But it, it's not. A, it's not that. To me, it's a representative now of my generation. If we weren't officially washed, yeah. we are now. Like, that's when you know it's it's over. And, and it's nobody, a wrap. Nobody got the heart to tell Snoop that he walk around looking like Jerry Rice from Seattle Seahawks. Like, bro, your, your hairline look like Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah, bro, like somebody somebody got the heart to tell him. It looks like someone grabbed, like, a, a fistful of his dreads. <laughs> and, and he's running. And, he's running. <laughs> he's running. <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
I love you, Snoop. Still cool as hell. No, no, no. That's the thing, though, is he is cool as hell. He's, great. he's a great guy. But he's, he's like our version of Uncle Charlie now. Does that mean, though, that it's okay for me to wear sketches because they're comfortable as hell? Yeah. Well, they really know, are. But, I mean, everybody's got, oh, or you have to have AF1s. You got to have no, Jordan. I'm from, I'm I got to keep up with, with no. Kmart and her George. You got a no. million Jordans. I'm from Detroit, man. You know, we were in Detroit. Our, we was wearing old man shoes when we were young. And we still rock them. We make them fashionable. With Doc Martens? What are you wearing? Rockports. Oh, yeah. That's what we, you told me about we the Rockports. Rock we wear rock port. and we and then we then we want to wear the boot version. They got Gore-Tex in them for heat. <laughs> the Gore-Tex be, be hot as hell. What are, you baby. what are you going to Tom McCann? Get you some. Nah, I tell you what, we can walk in that snow with that leather. Don't be and be fine. Nah, no doubt. Meanwhile, your toes are freezing. Listen, there's shoes that are called Allbirds, Allbirds. that I found. That like they're they're made of wool, but they're waterproof. Uh they're comfortable as I mean, really comfortable, bro. You at but the when age- I wear them, it's straight up. What are those? You know, like. You get ripped on for wearing them, but I'm like, but they're comfortable. And I've gotten to got, that age now yeah. where it's like, I'm old, I want comfortable shoes. I, and then I see Snoop yeah. in a commercial on the Super Bowl wearing Skechers. I'm like, there's no, no way in hell he's wearing Skechers. But he's got like five different pairs on in yeah. the commercial. I got no shame. Yeah. And you should have no shame in rock. I will rock my rock ports. I've been rocking since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, so I, I got no shame. New Balances are very comfortable. No, shoe. I can't. I Why? can't and, feel and that and way got, anymore. And they got some gangster New Balance. New Balance got heat. My daughter is asking for New Balances, like special edition for Kawhi Club. Thing with nah, New Balance, not, not the Kawhis. No, they just signed. They just signed Otani. What you talking about? All of Japan about to be wearing New Balance. Speaking son. of Otani, did you see that the the so now all of a sudden the Angels want to keep him? You think that's happening? You think he want to stay? No, ain't no franchise tag in baseball, son. No, there is not. I holla. <laughs> that's where that's going. 800-919-3776. Danny's in Tampa. What's happening, Danny? How you listening? I'm listening on the app all Love the time. It. Love appreciate it. you guys. Well done. No, but I appreciate the call. I just figured I heard you guys talking, um, I heard you guys talking nicknames for yeah. the rookie class. Yes, yep. yes. And uh, I was thinking crop dusters is a little weak. No offense, Bart. It's, I was thinking it's, also, it's also gross. Uh, you know, it's kind of well, you know, I, I, you I nasty figured dudes. you could kind of say F-22s with your chest out, you know? F-22s? Oh, that's and, what you know, thinking. that's the draft class, you know? Ah, ah look at that. Ah. he has got something going Daddy, here. together we can achieve more, baby. That's the, what I'm talking the, about. Yeah. Teamwork F- makes a dream work. Absolutely. Danny, well done. That, that might be it. That that might be the leader. That might be the leader right there. The F-22s. F-22s. The fighter jets. <laughs> the fighter jets. Lethal. See how long you can keep that going. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I can't get right. Speaking of can't get right. What the hell? He like a hostage Oh, my video. God. It's all right. So we're What's seeing some video now? of Aaron Rodgers on with McAfee. What haircut and is he, that? He's got a short sleeve Henley on. Buttoned up to the top, by the way. Which What's with the Henley? Why do we have to have buttons on it? Like, what are the buttons for? It's a short sleeve Henley. It's a short sleeve Henley on top of it, which again doesn't make sense. He, but anyway, he just wanted to make it. I a fancy, It's a fancy T-shirt. Fancy T. It really is a fancy T-shirt. Yeah. But he's got bedhead, or he just yes. got out of the shower or something. Like, and he no, because it's dry, so it ain't bedhead. Right. There's no no product in it. Yeah, no product. He's definitely not shaven. And uh, yeah, he looks. Um, he looks like he's already. He already was in. Solitary confinement. Yeah, I wonder when he's gonna come out. Like when how, he got no light. Right, if he looks like that now, is he, I, I wonder with the light, is he gonna come out looking like um, Vin Diesel 
in that uh, movie that he in that he just got picked back up. In that movie that he's in? Yeah. Everybody know. They're, you listen. know Vin Diesel in that movie that he's in? Yeah, he Every, only did one. Everybody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it ain't the Fast and the Furious. It's the one where he was underneath ground and light and his eyes turned silver. Yeah, everybody know that movie because I know our listeners know when I don't know. All I got to do is throw it out there because they speak fluent Bartholomew. Do they? So I know. I guarantee watch it come up quick. And it, he just got scheduled to redo it. And he was under there and he had to put those little goggles on because his eyes can't handle light. Yes, Riddick. Ha! What I told you. It took less than 30 seconds for my people to go ahead and get his. He going to come out looking like Riddick. He played Lewis Riddick in a movie? Ha <laughs> ha ha. Oh, it's just called Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick. Yes. Yes. See, look at that. Look at that. Right. Listen. See, that's why. You. That's why I can throw stuff out there because my people know how. Like I got. I'm like Dory. I got no short term memory, <laughs> and they know I got a splash of CTE. Just keep swimming. So that I got just, just a splash swimming. of CTE. So just I would just swimming. forget swimming. exactly. Swimming. What do we do? We swim. What do we do? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where was I going? And then you just jumped into that. We were talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers looking like he already got no, bedhead. He coming on well, Steve Well, that's because you show. pointed to the TV while we were in the midst of something else. Oh, I forgot totally about what the other stuff we talked about. Like you, you really like you just did this whole like. In the, you'll start talking about something and then you'll go butterfly. Yeah, because right? you be having what trigger was words. What was that movie? Squirrel. Because <laughs> <laughs> you be giving me trigger words that trigger something in my brain to say something. <laughs> that's literally what you are. All right, let's just reset then. Let's okay. do that. We, oh, we were coming off his call about the crop dusters. We did that, yeah. And the, the F-22s. We got through that. We were finished with that, and oh, I was going to mention that. something. Oh. oh, I know what I was going to mention. See? I was going to mention, speaking it. of disappointing, mm-hmm. I believe that's where I was going. Yeah. Okay. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Did you watch last night I how he- I couldn't. You couldn't watch? I couldn't. <laughs> he caught the ball in the paint. Threw Rim's right there. And he passed it to a guy two feet next to him, standing in the post with his back he, to the basket. He handed it to him. It was like, like uh, he was looking up for the free throw. He was looking up for the rebound. Dayron Sharp or something like that. He like handed it to him. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> the rim's right there. It's just you're six ten. I don't think he wants to play. You're closer than I am. I honestly don't think he wants. Jacques Vaughn talked about it. If you care to hear about it, we'll play some of that for you. But it just I like you watch they, it. And they you need, just shake they, your head. They, they like, need to really? give him. They need to give him a way out. He's got two years, 70-something, 70-plus million. They need to give him a way out. He don't want a way out. Say, hey, we're going to figure out how to pay you through Alibaba. Mm. And you say that you can't handle this mentally and you do a medical retirement. And we'll pay half your salary through Alibaba, half your salary on deferment, and we can stretch it out. And you can go hang out in, in Australia and tennis and do all those stuff with all those supermodels that you got. I don't know what he Thank wants you. to Thank you. Goodbye. He don't want to play basketball. But he doesn't want to play basketball. But he, but he wants the money. You know who was at the garden last night? Who that? Iggy Azalea. Iggy Thick. And she wanted a selfie Iggy with Thick. Jalen Brunson, which I'm sure JB's wife was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Valentine's tomorrow? Yeah. How about we just yeah. not do that? Yeah. But I mean, he, he was like, uh, okay. Nah, uh-uh. Okay. Nah, nah. Nah. RJ Barrett's like, I'll do it. <laughs> like, nah, you suck. Nah, nah, nah. You can't hit this. Uh, the temptation. She thickums. Just saying. Even though, even Ooh, though, even though, even though she motivation. looks like, even even though she really does look like the dudes off white chicks. No comment. No white chicks. The movie. I know. Like remember, not, like they I had know the, the I know the reference. So she she's not the first time she's heard that. They kind of look like her. Okay. But she thickums. Oh yeah. All tattered up too. Who's just who's the date her? She got a baby by somebody. Playboy. Uh, somebody who. Who just who just choked his girlfriend today, yesterday? Oh, you saw that? 
Yeah. You got that? Mm-hmm. Be crazy. It happens. No, I don't. It can make you crazy. Put you in there with Fleece Johnson. Mm. Don't want that. He deserve it. You put your hands on a woman, you deserve Fleece Johnson treatment. 100%. That we know. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, when you run in those circles, though, it can make you crazy. Like, some of these yeah. guys just get crazy. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. Listen, I don't call you Chris Hansen. I call you Chris Hansen. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Like, I want I want to, I want to, the next book I want to read, I want to tell all book about Erica Badu and how she turned three gangster rappers into dudes that wear feather pants and suspenders. Whatever she's sitting on, man, should be banned. Well, whatever she's sitting on, she sells. Yeah. Well, you know she sells her scent. And we buy it. People that buy it. Yo, anytime, like. This is on Valentine's Day. Can we ask our listeners? To purchase who, that? What woman has ever made them go crazy? Like, so good, make you want to smack your mama? Like, because she turned Andre 3000, went from Southern Playalistic mm-hmm. to saying, hey, yeah, naming his kid seven. <laughs> And wearing feather pants with no shirt and suspenders on. Yep. Man, they, changed his whole look. Man, I listen. They changed their whole look. Yo, that is crazy. They still, I mean, Outkast was still listen, putting out bangers, though. Listen, Common was a dude from the south side of Chicago. Common's now a voiceover you, guy. You talking about, you, <laughs> but you talking about this dude was GDs and, and all those gangs there, Gangster Disciples. This dude starts quoting poetry and talk, man, this dude changed his whole rap song. Yeah. And Johnny Blaze, we ain't heard from him. Listen, <laughs> you know how good somebody got to be for three rappers to say, I don't care. I love her. Like, bro, she, you the third rapper. Dude was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Man, She's got a harem. Listen, you see. You, Think about that. Listen, if you see Erica Badu in the streets, run. Run. She's like Medusa. Unless you want to lose your unless you want to lose your soul in your life. Because she's going to chew you up and eat you out. But you know. But you know what, though? Better to have love than not. Better to love. Is it worth it? Yeah, you yeah. know, like is it that good that it, you just like I don't care? It's got I I, I just want to tell. It need must a, be that good. I need to tell all books, huh? I mean, it must be that good. I need if, a, I need a, I need to well, tell. Who's going to tell all? What you mean? I need Andre three thousand come to the congregation. He's not going to be able to explain it. I need to know. If he, he could explain it, he wouldn't be in he, the he, situation he that say, he's in. He, he going to be like, yo, it happened. I went to sleep, woke up, I was hollering at the moon, son. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, almost like you need like. You need a friend yeah. who is there to witness it. Big boy, tell us what well, you big, saw. Yeah, big boy. Big boy, t- <laughs> big boy. T- no, because he wouldn't want to talk about it. We need to tell all book. <laughs> I don't know if a, if a, if it's ever been a woman in history that have changed men like this. Like who's turned men out? Like we Cleopatra. She turned three men. What, what's the uh, what's the one that used to get married? Elizabeth Taylor. No. Did she turn men out? She had about twenty five well, yeah, husbands. She, she did have it a lot of matter. husbands. Dude, like yeah, she, 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 she had more half. rings than Bill Russell. Yeah, her. This listen, we've been talking about LeBron breaking Jeffrey Jordan's record. Can J Lo break Elizabeth Taylor's record? <laughs> she owns five. <laughs> oh damn, you're on one today. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Yeah. Would you she, ask? What was the question? I'd love to get some calls on this one. Oh, have you ever had something that made, somebody made, that just completely that made you lose your mind? Like you just it just turned you. Turned you out. It's a song. All right, I'll get you fired up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's Valentine's Day. Y'all got money. Everybody subscribe to Disney Plus so we can pay for this. <laughs> hey, you got to listen to the lyrics of the entire song. Go to King George, man. I yeah. tell you what, it'll make you feel good. It's good, uh, yeah. good film music. It- <laughs> and like he got more hits than that. But that's a new artist that I think everybody should be on it. Anybody that love BB King, that love uh, Clarence Carter, mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it got that same vibe, man. But he's, no, a old, good... he's an old school guy, but it's a good flow song. Yep, you know no, it was good. But I the lyrics, put my listen on game. The lyrics, though, yeah, it's crazy. Like you got to look up the lyrics because if, if as you listen through the song, when you hear there's some lot, this like I had to say, there's some bars. Like there's some lines in there, you'll be laughing. Die line, die line, die line. No doubt. Eight hundred dollars. Let me some Johnny Taylor too. You know, when I discovered this song, my mom, I was sitting down with my mother. Yep. Like, hey, mom, I love you. I know she's always listening. Yep. And um, we were just going over, like, the singers of the day, and she was just telling me about, like, before, like, Motown and stuff, some of the greatest, most respected singers were, like, blues singers, right? Of course. Of course. So she told me, you know, I knew about Bobby Bland because, you know, we know that everybody think that um, that Stevie Wonder made that song. Um, Which one? Uh Heart of the City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody think that, but that's his song originally. He And him and um B.B. King was like a group. Like, B.B. played the guitar and he sung with him a little bit. And, like, my mom was just telling me about all these people that I should look up. And I, it's like me and her bonded over music and rediscovered, like, what life was in the 70s before, like, you know, the disco and before, like, Motown well, and you Marvin Gaye and where they were inspired from. Before all of that, like, how, here's all you need to know. The British invasion of the 60s, it involved the Beatles, Rolling Stones, right? Yep. What was the foundation of their music? Blues. Right. And blues is really country music. But the, be- before the Stones were like a like a worldwide known yeah. right, entity, They their first time they toured in the U.S., they toured all like just southern, like in the south. They'd call it the Chitlin Circuit. All through like the different blues yep. bars. And they loved it. Like and nobody yep. knew who they were. But yeah. they were just trying to. They were learning this stuff, and they were just getting. And that's that was the foundation of their music. Paul McCartney, yeah, and uh, and John Lennon. I mean, that was the foundation. Of everything they loved was yep. blues. So, like, I said, they turned I, it into pop, which turned into rock, yeah. which turned into what it is yeah. today. I quoted it wrong. It was uh, "Ain't no love in the heart of the city." 
So that was by the, Bobby Bland, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I know the song you're talking yeah. about. But but it's just, uh, that's what you love, right, is how everything evolves. Yeah, and everything is connected. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes we forget in history how to connect the dots. I think it's important to always talk about, whether you talk about sports, music, entertainment, theater, art, you have to talk about how you got there and connect the dots by looking backwards. And sometimes these new kids, they don't do the history as far as looking backwards, and they don't have a, the level of respect for the people whose shoulders in which they stand on that they don't even know, right? You, you like it's, it's crazy how you don't know who Grandmaster Flash is, but you call yourself an artist. You don't know who Run DMC is. You know, well, what's worse is you don't care to know. Right, right. I'm never, like you think you took what they did. Oh, I just made it better. Yeah, but they still made it. Right. First, it's the foundation. Most of this stuff is sampled, and you talk about you know the great athletes. That's why I don't really like the debate between Jordan. And LeBron, because in my opinion, well, LeBron you, is because of Jordan, yeah, right? And what I'm saying, and Jordan was because Dr. J. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, what what I don't like is like we don't pay homage to how we got there. And sometimes, even though just because you make more money, don't make you more important. And you can only revolutionize sports or revolutionize the industry once. And Michael Jordan globalized basketball. No matter where LeBron will take it next. It's going to be globalized to that level, the big impact once. Right. Muhammad Ali like kind of globalized boxing. And, you know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. It The Rock can be as popular as you want. John Cena, Hulk Hogan took it to another level. He took it to a different stratosphere. To movies so those, and everything yeah, those, else. Right. Those are trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And we don't do a good enough job in telling our, our children and educating them on whose shoulders they stand on. Maybe it's because we spend too much time lecturing on, lecturing them on how we did it better then, it's when no. instead you should acknowledge today that it's great, but let's not forget it came from this. Yeah, There's too much of that battle of it was better back then. We don't need to always yeah. do that too. It was no science. Nobody knew what a meal plan was. These dudes were smoking Newport Menthol <laughs> 100s and working in a coal mine and playing That's sports. It. Like, come on, man. Yeah, flip a cig the and fl- get, yeah. get take your at bat. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.